we welcome you to another edition of Gateway to Baseball Heaven. I'm your host, Daniel Shopdahl, C70 at the bat, at C70 on Twitter with me. In a very safe distance is Tara Wellman from Birds on the Black at, at Tara Wellman on Twitter. Um, as everybody continues to be hunkered down in quarantine and um, we continue to have no idea when baseball is going, when it's going to be back and to what to talk about. Um, we will probably talk a little bit about the Cardinals news and then we're just going to turn this into a Terra brand show and we'll talk about all the things that the Terra is known for. Um, and Tara, I, I have a feeling you're up for this. You know what? I have been by myself all week. I could use a little conversation. So let's let's go. Whatever you want all to right. talk about, I'm in. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we're not going to do the Alex thing and talk about sea salt and regular salt on chips because I, I think y'all covered that pretty well on chirps. I, I don't um, know what else there is to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's kind of the definitive work on the subject. But uh, before we get too far, the Cardinals um, did somehow crazily make moves during all this even though nothing absolutely nothing changed um they spent a week uh in you know with people not playing and then decided oh we need to send down jake woodford Armando sosa uh austin dean and justin williams i don't know what they did maybe they didn't wash their hands well <laughs> enough and so they had to go down i mean were you a little bit surprised and, and i guess that you know they're not the only teams that's done this we've seen some others we saw you know sam tulavala get fired uh, you know, get released. Um, we've seen other teams make some cuts, but it still just seems really weird. I mean, what's the difference between, you know, where they were, you know, a week ago, a little bit more than a week ago when things shut down and, you know, when they make these moves, what's the thinking there? I have to imagine that these were moves they knew they were going to make anyway. Mm -hmm. And perhaps it just gives those players a little bit of clarity at this point. I have no other possible answer than that because it, it is strange and it's been strange with other teams that have done it too. And, you know, I think in part, no one quite knows what's going to happen with uh, adjusting the, all the contract details for these players, right. With service time mm -hmm. and with when the year starts and with when, you know, rosters were going to freeze or whatever. And I don't know exactly how all of that works out or how it's all going to work out, but it does seem strange that, in the middle of this absolute chaos, there's this very normal sort of subtle baseball stuff happening. And mm -hmm. I don't under understand why it needed to happen when it did, as opposed to when baseball picks back up again. But at, like I said, at least those guys maybe have a bit of clarity now and they can prepare with that in mind and not necessarily spend the entire layoff here wondering and hoping and waiting to see what's going to happen with them this season. So that's, that's all I got. That's the only thing I can think of that makes any difference. What as to whether you do that now or you do it a month from now. And to perhaps segue into one of your <clears throat> brand topics, <laughs> they did announce that they're paying the minor leaguers per diem from workout stoppage day to, I don't remember what regular opening day, what, what opening day would have been. And I know yeah. that's not much. It's what, like 500 bucks or something like that for a player. I, I, it's, it's, it's minimal, but I assume, not sure. I assume that these four guys didn't now be eligible for that. Whereas the major league players, granted, they don't need it, but I don't think there's been any kind of um, provision for there, that now. There was four guys on the 40 man. Mm -hmm. They were getting, I want to say it was like, 
twelve hundred dollars a a month, maybe. I don't remember twelve hundred dollars a something like that. There was some some form of twelve hundred dollars the guys on the forty man were getting, which was significant because it specifically clarified that it was not for minor league players. So that came out before the the news about um, the money for minor leaguers. Okay, all right. Well, they would they were all. 40 man uh, players anyway. So yeah. That didn't really so they would have been getting, so. they would have been getting that, that stipend from uh, major league baseball and the players association, I believe. Okay. So yeah. So that it really doesn't make any sense why they would. do No. That, but. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's uh but then again, I think we have all learned that right now, nothing makes any sense. It's um, true. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit galling to me as a person that thinks the NFL has way too much sway over um, American thought that they're going to probably feel no repercussions from this whole thing. You know, their season was over before it starts. And by the time, you know, hopefully by the time their camps open up in July, everything's going to be cleared up and they're just going to go on like business as normal um, through this time. Um, and, it, and that's... You know, it's one of those minor petty concerns and really seems silly when, you know, in a, in a whole situation like this. But I'm going to cling to it anyway, because what do we have else to do? Um, okay, so now we've, we've gotten through the actual news. So we have to shift to the, the major Terra topics. Real quick, and, though, on the minor leader yes. thing before yes. we before we jump off that. Um, they did actually follow up that initial announcement with the explanation of the stipend the allowance that was going to be given initially it said it was that one lump sum of whatever it was that they would have mm-hmm. been paid which is about five hundred dollars however the major league baseball memorandum um actually says that the equivalent allowance would have been fifty seven point one four dollars a day five fifty seven dollars and fourteen cents a day which is basically a little more than double of what the typical per diem is for those guys, which equals out to $400 a week. So it is significantly larger than that original one lump sum $500 payment that they were going to give $400 a week through um, April 9th, I I believe, which was supposed to be the beginning of their season. And then that notification also said that there's an ongoing conversation about what to do for players beyond that date. So for as much as I complain about major league baseball and the way that they handle minor league players, that was a much improved decision as opposed to that initial, uh, all 30 teams will be paying the one lump sum of $500 basically. So, uh, props to whomever it was that got got that through and, uh, it's still listen that's that's not enough to live off of four hundred dollars a week for most people but it's more than some of those guys will make during the regular season right, so i'm right. sure they'll so take it say. yeah i was gonna say that's a raise for a lot of these guys yeah um, yeah it really is so that's which is a situation in and of itself um yeah that's well that's good i'm glad to hear that now um it, it, still though it's it's frustrating to think that and i don't say frustrating because it's good that Major League Baseball, all the thirty teams put in a million bucks to help pay for the people that work at the mm-hmm. you know work at the stadium, and that's great. I mean, because those people definitely need this too. 
but it seems like it would be very easy for them to, you know, put up another million um, for these guys that are, yeah, that are really struggling. And it doesn't feel like, it feels like they're treating the, the game day experience even better than the people that are going to be putting on the game to some degree. Um, I don't know. I mean, is, is that doesn't seem unlogical un- to, for them to do just as much for their players as they're doing for their employees that are, are being, you know, affected by having no games. Yeah, that's often a viable argument in this conversation, right? Because mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. these players, m- most of the time, at most of the minor league levels, make less than the hourly workers who get paid to, you know, work in the concession stand or yeah. whatever it is that they do at the stadium. They get paid less than that. So it's not an unfair argument to say that baseball should care as much about the actual players on the field as the rest of the country demands that they care about the concession workers in the stadium. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting to watch this as someone who has been kind of beating this drum for gosh, the better part of the last decade. (laughs) I think I started (laughs) writing about minor league players in 2011 and that's sort of when this became pretty front and center for me as far as learning about their stories and the struggles and the the lack of oversight I guess in how Major League Baseball makes these guys live but it's been fascinating in the last week or so or year however long it's been I don't know how many days it's been (laughs) since it started but it's been interesting to see a lot more people suddenly start to care because all of a sudden there was no other baseball to distract them from this story. And guys were sharing their stories because it was, it was so frightening to leave camp and not know what either where they were going or how they were going to, you know, buy food the next day or whatever it is. And all of a sudden a bunch of national writers were aware of the situation without other sports to cover instead. So it got a lot of attention very quickly, which is great for the the reality of the situation. A lot of different organizations and fundraisers and things have popped up in the last few days and, and people are deciding that they care about the future of baseball in this regard, because that's really what it is, right? These guys are the the backbone of what allows baseball to be what it is at the major league level. And it would be nice if Major League Baseball was as concerned about their well-being during the regular season as they are in this, you know, two weeks before the scheduled opening day part mm-hmm. of of the year for them. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's 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 hard to see that. I mean, because again, you're talking about guys that, you know, in the off season they could at least get another job, right? But and one, they don't know when they're going to go back. And two, it's not like anybody's hiring right now. Um, much, much, uh, much the contrary. So yeah. it is difficult for them to to deal with that. Now, the other issue with minor leagues, of course, that you have written quite a bit about and has gotten a little less attention now because of all this is the contraction talk um, that, that is going on. Is there a concern that this virus is going to be able to do maybe what MLB wanted to do, but wasn't going to be able to, because there's going to be some, some minor league teams that may struggle this year to, to make ends meet. Yeah, there certainly will. And that has 
been on my mind quite a bit this week. I've not had a chance to reach out to any of the teams that I've spoken to personally and kind of get a feel for what they're thinking. But at this point, I'm sure it's like anything else. They can't give any definitive answers because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know what people are going to do when they can go back to baseball games. We don't know if people are going to be allowed to go back to baseball games. There's a lot of talk about major league games restarting but still happening with no fans in the stands there are so many moving parts to this right now and uh, a timeline that seems to shift by the hour as much as anything and that can't be good for the minor league teams who were basically setting up this year to prove their worth right to prove Mm -hmm. that they could be a valuable piece of an organization and i don't know it, it it would be It would be unfortunate, but it would be just like Major League Baseball to use a situation like this to their own advantage in that conversation and use it to kind of twist their own leverage even a bit tighter. That would be unfortunate because certainly this is out of everyone's control and there's not a lot that you can expect those teams to to do to combat this until we have more of a timeline, until we have a clearer picture of what the summer is going to look like. So yeah, I have thought about that. Like I said, I haven't reached out to any of my contacts directly because I I just, I know it's like anything else. There's no real answer right now, Mm -hmm. but it's certainly a concern. And it's, I mean, I'm sure that's on the minds of, of players as well, right? What if they, they do find a way to quite literally afford to be able to come back to baseball when the layoff is over, what happens, you know, if they if they fight it out, put themselves in a position to learn as much as they can, develop as much as they can, succeed as much as they can this year, only to have to fight for half as many roster spots next year. I mean, that's a very real part of what we expected to be thinking about three or four months from now. <laughs> yeah. But now all of a sudden, it's just as much a part of the conversation as anything else. I mean, I gotta feel like a team like Quad Cities. I mean, obviously one that you're well familiar with. You know, last year they were shut down, or at least had to play all the time on the road because of the flooding. You know, they couldn't get yeah. to their ballpark. They spent a lot of time, and that had to be a hit on the financial bottom line. One of those things where, okay, it's one of those, you know, once in a decade type of things. We just, you know, we suck it up, we go on, and we try to deal with it. But then to get you know, a counterpunch here of, you know, maybe being shut down, who knows, half the year, you know, I don't know that, yeah, they were on the list too, right? <laughs> to, to be, yeah. um, well, and- they were, and then there was some speculation that maybe they weren't actually going to be cut, that it was the, the, the first draft of the list that, so I, I don't really know, but they were in fact, one of the teams that showed up on a list somewhere. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, between flooding and this, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be very, very difficult for them. And I know they got a lot of support from the community last year, um, you know, trying to, to rebuild after all that. But, you know, there's, the community doesn't have a lot now. I mean, this is a different situation. It's not a situation where you can go play and, you know, maybe earn partial gate from, you know, someplace else or, you know, find some temporary site. I mean, this is everything shutting down yeah. and that's just not something you can plan for. No, and it's not something you can really recover. One thing that we saw last year in this area was that it was almost a a 
double whammy for them to lose as many games at the beginning of the season as they did because by the time opening day in the Quad Cities happened, there had been so many weeks without baseball that it was almost like people forgot that it was there. And I don't think that's quite going to be the case now because people, uh, once we're all allowed to do things in (laughs) groups again, I think people are going to be very eager to go out and do whatever those things might be. So I don't think it's going to have quite that same effect. But last year, there was definitely a, a presence of mind factor when you start getting into those early days of summer where you didn't have spring baseball really to set you up and remind you, hey, this is a great time. Go out to the ballpark. You kind of just got busy with your own other summer activities. And I don't know that they rebounded as much as they would have hoped that they would after losing those games at the beginning of the season. So it's not necessarily at the minor league level, something that you'll just make up later on, which mm-hmm. makes it all that more important to be right there. That's, you know, the the marketing of these teams and, the, and their games and the promotions that they do is so critical to the success that they have as far as attendance in a season. And this is certainly not allowing them to do that in any sort of, um, you know, productive way. I don't think. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. Now, you could see if they had the opportunity, minor league baseball, trying to be a little more aggressive with their return than maybe major league baseball was, mm, trying yeah. to get back on the field a little bit faster. Um, but even so, I mean, that's you know, well, somewhat contingent on what major league baseball does because they provide the players, you know, so those players have got to be assigned to double A, triple A, single A, whatever. Um but it's also, you know, there's only so much. I mean, you can't be going out and playing next week just because you want to play. I mean, right. that's just, I mean, that's just not the way this works. So, you know, until the government, you know, regulations change and this virus kind of runs its course a bit, you know, they're just in the holding pattern like the rest of us. But unfortunately, that's, you know, even though a lot of us and, and some more than others are, are dealing with financial repercussions, too, they're they're dealing with it the same way as, you yeah. know, they're losing quite a bit of money every day. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to just say, regardless of what Major League Baseball does, here's our plan. And I think to some extent, depending on what the restrictions continue to be, minor league baseball teams don't draw quite as much of a crowd. But I don't know that we're going to be in a situation where, you know, 3,000 fans is significantly less of a threat than 30,000 fans. I mean, if there are that many people in one place you're probably going to have some problems if this continues to uh, to to be an issue. So I don't know that they can really give anyone. Everyone wants a date, right? Everyone wants to know, mm-hmm. okay, what are we working towards? And I've said the same thing. There was a conversation earlier this week that I had about, you know, when I can make plans for, you know, these other things that I had to cancel. And I was like, I just want I just want to know if everyone's going to get shut down, if everything's going to be shut down, if it's a national thing, if it's a local thing. I just want it to happen so that I have a date that I can work towards. And it feels Mm -hmm. so much less overwhelming if there's a date that you can work towards. And, you know, the reality at this point is you can pick any date you want. We just don't have enough information available to us with how this is going to continue to affect everyday life for that date to be certain. So put it on the calendar, but it might likely probably will have to get moved once or twice before all of this is said and done. So minor league baseball certainly needs that. They need those games for a lot of reasons, but you, they kind of don't have a choice right now. It's not really their. It's not really in their control. Yeah. 
you'd, you'd like to think that at least, hopefully, of course, again, you know, minor league baseball is dependent a lot of times on community support. Not only people going to the ballpark, but, you know, businesses advertising at the ballpark or having days at the ballpark or things like that. And there's a good chance a lot of their typical supporters aren't necessarily going to have the funds to do that, depending on, you know, and again, there's a lot of situations about, you know, money they can borrow from the government or whatever, but small businesses are, are taking a hit here. And, and those are the kind of people that minor league baseball kind of rely on. So, you know, even when they get back to playing games, the extra financial streams may not be there like there have been in the, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be weird. And I mean, listen, Believe me, I 